0: Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art, this podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at livingmartialarts.
1: Hi, hello, and welcome to the Living Martial Arts podcast with me, the Dark Master, uh, back again for another fantastic guest, somebody I haven't spoken to for many, many years, uh, but I admired him because he was always, always uh, a lovely person, and I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him. I'm I'm sure he's got some murkiness in his past. Maybe we'll find out. (laughs) But uh, I've got the fantastic uh, uh, Mikey Lambert with me today and, um, you know, perhaps we're going to uh, find out some things that we never knew about him or I will find out some things.
0: So how are you doing, Mikey? I'm, I'm great. Thank you, Ray. And thank you so much for having me on the show. But first, before we start, Chilean, come in, come <laughs> Okay, full, full contact John G, right. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, no, thank you so much for, for getting me on the show, Ray. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: No, it's, it's it's great. And uh, we you know we we spoke a little bit off uh, off off audio about the uh, the old days and perhaps we can cover some of that as well. But um I, I have to start I have to say to start with, we can ask you about your martial arts journey. Um but I, I have referred to you to a lot of people actually and some people some people who wanted to take the same a similar route to you. Um and I, I put you down as a as a really brave individual who followed followed their dream. Uh, because not many people have a dream and follow it. Um,
0: uh crazy. There's a there's
1: a final <laughs> Well uh, well I, I think you have to do it. Hey, we're only here once and um you know perhaps we can discuss some of that. But without further ado, perhaps you can you can tell us about your, your martial arts journey, how it started, you know, what you did and you know what, what what brought you to to what you were what you what you did and what you were uh yeah, sure. do doing. you want do
0: you want a really quick short version or do you want quite oh good version
1: well i I think i think the thing is is that um medium with all of us i mean your journey probably could take
0: about uh, three weeks Yeah, i'll try to again if there's any of the listeners that want an audio, but to put them to sleep at night this might do it um it might be a bit boring okay so basically what happened um going way back my sister was a lot older than me she used to have um pen pals because obviously back in the day for the younger listeners we didn't have no interweb (laughs) um, we're still not going to Yorkshire to be honest we're still on uh, (laughs) pigeons carry pigeons but um, (laughs) basically so my sister she had pen pals which back in the day people used to write other people in countries and they used to send them things and she had a pen pal in Japan and in China so I'd used to sneak in a bedroom and look through all the letters and, and they were really cool all these Japanese drawings and she used to send her all these from being about seven or eight, I used to start reading manga, which is Japanese comic books, which opened the other way, which is quite funny. So if you didn't know that, you always end up reading the end before the start. So it's, it's already done, so you know who dies right at the, So you start reading the book. So basically, I got into um, Asian culture from a very early age, funnily enough, and then my sister used to have all these posts on the wall of this Chinese guy with, like, these scratches across his face and his chest, ripped to hell, and I was like, oh, okay, who's this guy? Bruce Lee. I was like, whoa. So back in the day, Ray, as you know, VHS, yeah. rental video shops, I don't know what age I was, maybe 9, 10, 11, used to get all the uh, martial art movies from the local video store, and I got really into, obviously, Bruce Lee. Uh, so he was a big, 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 big inspiration as for many of us, he was. Yeah, yeah. And then I just started basically just watching as many martial art movies as I could. Uh, I did the usual, I think everybody does Shotokan Karate for a few months when they're young. I did a few Shotokan Karate when I was about, I think, nine or ten. Then when I was about 12, 13, I started doing Wing Chun Kung Fu, which is Bruce Lee style. Yeah, yeah. Found It It was made by this lady, Yin Wing Chun, obviously based in in China, Fashan, I think it was. And um, because that was Bruce Lee style, I'm like, it's good enough for Bruce Lee, I'm going to do that. So I went, started doing a couple of years Wing Chun. And it was fantastic. It was great. Really enjoyed it. Then the instructor, one day, just up, to, up and left. <clears throat> went to Spain. Excuse me. All oh, right, to Spain. Rocked up one day with my dad. He, he used to take me in the car and sit outside reading the paper. I was while I was doing Wing Chun, and then like, oh, sorry, uh, pub shut down. Instructors up and left to Spain. So I was like, no. And then I remember in one of the martial arts magazine. It might have been Fighters. Can you Remember Fighters magazine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Combat and there were no martial arts history. I think they were just fighters and combat. I think yeah, fighters and combat. Yeah, yeah. And fighters and they had, I think, a martial arts guy. It might have been based in Glasgow. TK Low, a Korean. Oh type yeah, TK Low. Yeah, yeah, TK Low. And he was doing this like jump spin up. Get this picture. And I was like, oh, that's cool. that's what I want to do. Because although I like Wing Chun, and don't get me wrong, it was great doing all the sticky hands and all the out and the you know, yeah. um, all the forms, and it was fantastic. And to this day, I still remember all the Chinese terminology like bong sao, tan sao, pas sao, fuk sao, and everything, which is which is yeah. quite incidental because now I speak Cantonese, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I was like, This is what I want to do, taekwondo, all these flying kicks. So I started training um at this local gym near me body tech with Mr. Bob Angus back in the day. Oh, Bob Angus, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was he was technically fantastic, great guy. I he got me to my first stand, to be honest, and started training with him and he was great i couldn't get enough of it right i was like i got the bug as as you know that martial arts bug. you just want to do it it live we eat it um we had luckily enough we had a jvc ferguson video star camcorder with no viewfinder no it had a viewfinder but no pull out screen yeah yeah. outside and i put on some rocks and i'd have compilation tapes of all the martial art movies i could i could find and I dubbed them from one VCR to another. I think I, I somehow made the, I somehow figured I could plug the Ferguson video star tape um, camcorder into it. Yeah, yeah. Pirate them off, right? So I used to have basically, can you remember back in the day, you'd get these uh, videotapes and you could have like three hours or four hours or five hours. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah, you yeah. Literally just have all the clips, yeah. all the fight scenes. I've still you know? got some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'd have everything. I'd have like, you know, a fight scene from like Jackie Chan. I've got there. I have like Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris and Where the Dragon. Then I have Bruce Lee taking out all the Japanese guys in Fist of Fury. Then I'd have Jackie versus um Biu, or I'd have all these clips from all these films. And then what I do? So this crazily now, it's almost like you know athletes do video reference and video, obviously to the video themselves for performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put my uh, video camera on some rocks i film myself doing like a psychic. Then I'd come by and frame by frame, compare it to the guys on the screen. No, my hip's not right. And I'd go out there and I'd hang, I'd hang like tennis balls off the washing line, kicking them. And I just obviously did the old, got two bits of um garden cane. Yeah, yeah. Made my own nunchucks, you know what I mean? Loads of bumps. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but yeah so basically, I back back then I was doing video uh, performance, uh, analysing myself, technically yeah which I thought was, you know, for like, you know, 13, 14-year-old, I thought was pretty cool because back oh, then – you know, Yeah, like, yeah, it was quite like, a brand. Looking back, I was like, oh, I should – I was uh, I was ahead of the game. <laughs> so, yeah, but Bob Angus was a very, very fantastic traditional instructor. It was a very – I mean, I think if you started training like now, Ray, the, f- <laughs> the first – I think it used to be 15 minutes star jumping, and then literally 15 minutes just in, in sitting stance. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, punching. Yeah, which, just, that yeah. was it, 50 minutes in, in sitting stance, which nowadays they'd be like, now nah, I want to learn a jump spin hook at first lesson, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But his inspiration was Master Heel Cho. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which then, as soon as I saw Heel Cho, I think I went to a seminar early days, went to one of these seminars when I was like a green belt or something, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm a I'm a rambling on, is this okay? No, 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 no. Hey, this is brilliant because um there's
1: there's so there's so many parallels with uh, what you say with a lot of people, you know. Um I mean heel cho, heel cho was a, was really inspired me because remember oh, when I went to Los Angeles, I was
0: like wow. Oh, you, that LA Open, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, when, when it was amazing, right, Ray, because back then, if you can remember, the Korean masters used yeah. to come out white suits, yeah. clean shaven. Yeah. same haircuts come out taekwondo boom 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 heel cho walked out he had red bottoms on yeah right. blue top tucked in which he never did yeah. sleeve rolled up which he never did yeah. he had a goatee hair in a ponytail which I was like oh, this and he's like and then he went okay first taekwondo hands bullshit no yeah. good boxing. boxing and the first combo he showed me was jab cross hook spinning back kick yeah 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 god and straight away, was that, I was like, this is an idol to me. So my idols were, Bru- back in the day, Bruce Lee, Wang Zhang Lee, which is a famous, the Silver Fox, which is a very, you, you must know who Wang Zhang Lee is. If you ever watch like, yeah, Dunkin' yeah. Yeah. Master and stuff like that, he, he's always the guy with the long, long, Obvious. long, he, he's got really good kicks. So uh, yeah, Bruce Lee, Wang Zhang Lee, and Massey Hilcho, Cho, inspirations. And then I got, obviously, his books, Complete Martial Artist, Man of Contrast, read them from cover to cover. Yes.
1: It's funny you should say that because uh these are all my favorite, my favorite, my favorite books. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, I've got them all the full set. Brilliant. Yeah, amazing. And I was like, yeah, I read them cover to cover. Um, yeah, just and I don't know if you remember Master Show when he brought out that like self-defense video as well. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's walking down like a, an alleyway or something. So he tries to jump and he's like, Whoa, back kicks and st- stamps on like side kicks breaks in me like, <laughs> I'm around, like... I've still amazing. got it here somewhere. I've yeah, still got it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, so he was a big inspiration to me. So Bob Angus' style were based on heel cho. We used to, he'd, he'd do the old pose. Oh, you know, he's like, when he used to key out, oh, he'd do yes. the same shout, he do the same back kick. It he was just like a mini heel cho. So yeah, it, for technique, Bob I yeah. had some great technical students, but then what happened? I think one day I was competing, and my mum used to take me because obviously I was like 14, 15 at the time. Mum used to take me. Yeah. She was great. She take me. You, you remember my mum, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember me all over. She was. She was fantastic. I mean, just so just great. Just a great supportive mum. Yeah. And one day this this I'm I'm competing. I didn't I didn't do great in the junior division. Or everything I used to back in the day you remember uh ray there was I don't know if there's any weight divisions or anything but if you're yeah. over a certain age you get everybody and i yeah. always get some some kid that was like i was like one of them really skinny underdeveloped kids and you get one guy he, he's already looked like he was 33 with a beard yeah. <laughs> and then he like, beat me up and i was like oh and um this big this big black dude come to my mum and said excuse me is that your son and she went oh yeah he is yeah yeah oh um I'll have a chat with him afterwards. I don't know if do you know this story, Ray. Do you know this yeah, story? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. So, says, okay, I've got have a chat with him afterwards. So after I finished fighting, come over, it was Tony Sewell. Yeah. Right. And he's chatting to mum and he says, oh, would, um, would you like to come and train at my club in Derby on a, on on a Sunday? I was like, oh, my God. Like, my mum didn't know who he was from Adam. And I was like, um probably like you, Ray, I knew everything about the martial arts comp- competition world, I yeah. knew everything American. Like you got all the American magazines, you know, all the Inside Kung Fu, Taekwondo Times, all that. I studied them from, from cover to back. I knew everything. Every martial artist, whether it's PK, full contact kickboxing, Taekwondo, hacking, I knew everybody, right? Yeah. I knew everybody. So, of course, I knew the JGB stars, the main people. I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm really awestruck. I'd love to miss this, so I'd love to. Yeah, great. And it was like... A completely was like a rude awakening. So I walked in. I think it was in some kind of like Afro Caribbean centre in like Darby. Yeah. Derby. yeah. So I like walked in, and I'm like, apart from one like mixed race guy, I'm like the only white guy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get. It was almost like, um, is it Rocky? Is it Rocky Two or Rocky Three when he, he gets the eye tag back and he takes him back to the gym in Detroit or something? All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the brothers, all the black guys there. And he walks and they all like stop it's like the record scratching. It was like that, and I was like, oh my god, Ray. I just beat up like completely from pillar to post. Yeah, we used to go out. We used to run for a couple of miles barefoot, come back, pad work, then spar. And he'd have the square. Tony would have the square smaller than normal. Yeah. Right. Like, everybody, this is it. Person stays in the middle, fights everybody, just yeah. legs only. Yeah, yeah. And I used to get, I used to get battered red, but no, I went back every week, yeah. and eventually I was like, oh, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting better, and it was great, and it was it, that. Uh, was an amazing, amazing experience doing that. Uh, it
1: was a learn though, wasn't it? Because we, we, I mean, myself and um, uh, Mark, we did that with our students. We we just used to on the way way to training. We say, right, okay, we're going to line them up and just spar for the whole set. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. As soon as you get in there, attention, bow. Right, get your equipment on. Yeah, right,
0: the sparring. Well, and well, what, I mean, to be honest, it's like I think Bruce Lee's to say, but be- best exercise for running to get better at running is running. Yeah. Best way to get better at fighting, fighting that's, yeah. that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, it was,
1: it was, uh, it was good. I, I did, I did see, um, I saw uh, uh, Tony recently, actually. Um, it's when oh, was,
0: right.
1: he's good. yeah, he's good, still, uh, still
0: kicking. <laughs> still but, you know what, we've got to try it all hook up one day, just get some kind of um, yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? So, you know, yeah. even for politics aside, just get us all. You know, yeah. go out for a nice meal. We've got to do it. You know, we're all getting older now. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, def definitely. Well, it, it, it's I, I think the, 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 the I mean, it's it's always what, when you say you know things were better in my day, but there were special days because it was the early yeah. days of of martial arts, yeah. and you know, you had to be a certain individual to be able to even even live live in those competitions. You know? oh, okay. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, they, were, they were they were they were they were rough. They were rough, but. Going on from that, what happened then? I think, I don't know how it happened, but I started competing in some local tournaments in Yorkshire. And because my grading instructor was like Kenny Walton and Mm. Kim Stones, I think through them, we got chatting. I don't know how it was through my mum or something. But then Kenny said to me, do you want to come start training in the mornings with me and Kim? So Mm. I was like, oh, that'd be fantastic, Mr. Walton. That'd be great. So then every morning, formally, we used to do, there'd be usually me, Kim Stones, Kenny Walton, sometimes Shabba turn up at Graham Church, but usually it was just me, Kenny and Kim. Yeah. Um. We'd go for like a three-mile run, come back, we'd do like a circuit, you know, you know the older squad train circuit, the press oh, up yeah, bur- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right knee, left knee, Roberto, you ran press-up, right knee, left knee, jump, burpee, knee tuck, V6. Yeah. 20 back down, pad work, and then spar. Yeah. So every morning, Monday to Friday, I was training and sparring with Kenny Walton, and Kim Stones. So, does yeah, yeah. anybody know back in the day what, what, I mean, how better can that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, I was pretty was- two world class martial artists. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, what I used to do then, Ray, I'd go back and then do an hour weights in the afternoon. And then I was going with training with Kenny more. Then Bob was fine because Bob Angus, he was, he was great. He was like, because you know, sometimes some instructors, oh, you left me this and that. He yeah. was like, I like it. Regarding competition, technically, I can teach you whatever you want to know. But regarding competing now, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get further in your thing. And Kenny and Kim's the people to do it. So he knew I I was you know want yeah. to compete. So I, I sort of went to training with Kenny and Kim more then. And then um, so I used to train nine thirty to eleven in the morning with them sparring, pad work, running, everything. And then now waits in the afternoon. Then I used to teach usually four thirty to six thirty. Help Kenny teach. Now I train like six thirty till nine so i yeah. was doing like i mean I, I said to people now i said sometimes i was training three to five hours a day and they don't believe it they're like no you might have. i said no but and it was hard training like you know Ray, it was hard training yeah, it was yeah yeah. Saturdays, yeah sometimes squad training on saturdays yeah yeah teaching on sunday with kenny and we'd do a, a class at thorn for two hours then yeah. i the trained two hours so i'd do four hours on a sunday as well it's yeah yeah. yeah people were like yeah but You probably didn't. No, these were full-on sessions where you like you you can't walk afterwards. But that's what that's what gets you where you are. You know what I mean? That's what. That's what you
1: did, wasn't it? That's that's what was expected, and uh, you 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 had to pay the price. You know, Um, and and I think I think you were you were. I I always remember going up to squad training, and I also say to my people: if you're going to come to squad training, make sure you're fit before you get there. Yeah, because you're going to last five minutes or ten you know or 15 minutes if you're lucky yeah. um but for, for me it was a challenge just trying to you know be as be uh I was wanted to go on. I wanted to do as many push-ups as anyone else there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> remember when you used to he used to do the older because sometimes we'd do it to Inkley, but sometimes we would do it upstairs in the was it like the um oh the studio that little studio thing yeah like I remember they like a green network it, it was like a yeah. cricket place or some or tennis mm. or that green, That's green right. net there. Because downstairs in the big sports hall was great, but upstairs, because it was like a sauna up there. Yeah. And remember when you used to call somebody in the centre? Yes, 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 yeah. in the centre? do it, because we, we used to do, what, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, then back down again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, and then sprints in between. Yeah. And all that, we did the training. Remember sometimes we did that training where we like being five or six of them, one at the back had to sprint to the front and do all that. And then pad work and then sparring. It, yeah, it, was, it was like people don't realize it was like it was oh my god, but that was the hardest train I've ever done. But the fittest
1: I ever was, it was full on. I remember, um, uh, Dave Oliver always used to bring me in for burpees. I was really good at burpees because yeah. I was yeah. quite, quite small and I was quick, yeah. So, uh, every, he was going,
0: Come on, everybody, keep up with gaily come on,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah. Burpees for me, I don't know what it was. I found burpees not, I wouldn't say easy, no way, but. I don't find them harder than some other people. Like some of them found burpees really hard. I don't know if it's my my shape or built, but yeah, enjoy burpees and jump and tuck your knees to your chest and everything. Yeah, no, that was a, that was one of my best exercises. But yeah, that that train is invaluable. I mean, and again, me being allowed to train with, you know, Kenny and Kim. And, yeah. and then and it was probably then I wasn't doing good competing-wise until I think I just turned. Seventeen, and they had the super sport nationals mm. and, um i went to the middleweight division black belt and i managed to win it mm. dave oliver was uh giving the trophies out and i don't know if i told you this story but i hated dave oliver back then now he's yeah. a major role model to me but back then i hated him like with a passion i mean he knows this i've told him this and i've told other people this but because we went to holland on um on the trip when I was on the junior squad, and I did terrible. I, I was like fourteen or something like that, and I was on the yeah. junior squad holding that. And I got—I forgot his name. He's this Dutch fight. He's like—I um, don't know if he's like Moroccan Dutch or Arabic, but all right. Yeah, he was like a WTF champion. Like Chip, his name's like Chipilato or something like that. But anyway, not not not, um, not Tapilato. It might have been. It might have been him. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I I fought him at um, the spa center actually. Yeah, but back in we were like in the junior division or something, but. Yeah. I think he's three years older. But anyway, I didn't do good. He, he he beat me up basically. I was fourteen, and I've not got enough ring experience. And I was fourteen or yeah. fifteen. I didn't I didn't do good anyway. And um, I don't, I don't know if I should tell this story because I don't know if it might paint. I mean, you could always edit this bit out, can't you? <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. You tell it anyway. We'll see. I'll, I'll tell it. I'll, I'll tell it. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, Dave Olive was, was known as the star maker. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? So his name yeah. was the star maker. So he. And but I did hate him because it was it was really nasty to me and um, after this tournament I was I was I was devastated right you know what after you've lost a tournament you just feel like it's the end of the world and it's not really now looking back it's not really but back then I was like it's the end of the world I'm like I'm devastated. that's it I've let the team now I've left I've let all of England down right yeah. you know <laughs> I'm in the lobby the next day like this and he's like right everybody get on the bus or something going to the airport. And he's like, what's up, Mike? Mike what's up? Come here. And I went, I'm sorry, Mr. Solid, but I'm, I just feel like I've let you down. He goes, listen, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He put his arm around me. Yeah. And um, yeah, you might have to bleep some of this out in a minute. <laughs> I
1: swear <laughs> on not uh, No, probably don't, because don't, 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 uh, just in case I want to keep it in, but go on, go on. Okay. <laughs> I'll carry you. I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to swear or not? Uh, uh, no, 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 don't, don't. But, but th- th- those—all all I can say that those that knew um, uh, Dave Oliver will know what sort of language we're talking about. Right.
0: But can I say Effie? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was—it was more stronger than this. But he put his arm around him and he went. Oh, what you're going to say? By the way, yeah. Go on. Okay. And he goes, "Don't worry about it, Mikey." He goes, "Listen, have you enjoyed coming away with the Change B Squad?" Oh, yes. Thank you, Mister Oliver. Thank you. Much. And he went, and everything's been paid for. You, you know. Your flight's been paid for your hotel. Because back then, remember, not a lot of martial arts associations did that or still do that. You know, they've got to pay the, pay their own way a lot of people, yeah? Yeah. And yeah. he said, and we've paid flight here. I said, yes, Mr. Olive, yes. And this tracksuit you're wearing, I'll pay for by the THB. Thank you, Mr. Olive, yeah. So you've really ex- enjoyed this experience, coming away and fighting for your country with a THB. Yes, Mr. Olive. I, f- I felt a lot better. It's like a waist lift. Oh, he's, you know, he's actually, he's actually forgiven me. And he goes, and he spun me around, he went, Good. He's never ever ever happened again because he fought like an effing idiot, and he punched me in the chest. right? <laughs> I fell backwards over the bag, winded myself, and burst into tears. He went right, pick up your bag, get on that effing bus. <laughs> and, I, and Ray, I was, I was devastated. I, I was like, anyway, I got back on the bus. <laughs> I was sat there going right now. Two things could have happened here because I've seen this happen to people. And you probably have too. I've seen yeah. some talented fighters be trekked like that, and, and it's done them in. They've gone. They've left, or they've whatever. I got a good story for you after this, but go on. All right, cool. And there's two things that could happen. I either go, right, I'm quitting this, I'm quitting this game now, or I'm gonna show him. And I went back, right, and I trained harder than I ever did. Hard like when it was outside snowing, I'd be outside training in the garden, barefoot, kicking things on the thing. I just train, train. I'd go to squad training, be like, Why are you here, Lambert? Why are you here? And Kenny Walton was on the front cover combat. See you instructor Kenny Walton's on the front cover combat. Don't hold your breath. That's never gonna happen to you. You, anyway, every week, he just put me down. Every week he turned up to squad training, put me down. And this went on, obviously, for months and months and months. And then the Super Sport Nationals, when I won the middleweight black belts, men's, first men, my, fen, my first tournament as adult, uh, he was giving the trophies out. And Ray, I was like, I feel like getting this trophy and just sticking it in his face. Honestly, <laughs> so, I him with it. And I walked up to him and he went, at first place, you know, gold medal, matlamber. And he, he put, he, he shook my hand and he put his hand on my shoulder. He went, well done, Mikey, because I knew you could do it. Welcome to the TGB. I was like, and the penny drop rate, I was like, oh, my God, I got it. Yeah, All yeah. them times. Because loads of people can do this and kick and do this, and I, but it's here as well. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be mentally strong as well as physically. It's no good having one or the other. People could be really mentally strong but not physically fit, no yeah. use, and I'm physic- I'm physically amazing, technically great. Not mentally
1: strong. I, well, it, well, it's it's interesting because because I, I think he does he, he did those tests because he did exactly the same to me. Yeah, we went we went to Holland, and uh, we were fighting the Dutch team, uh, and I was in the squad as a lightweight. And um, when we got there, for some reason, the lightweight had pulled out. Yeah, so I had to fight. He said, "Right, right, Gooley, you're you're fighting middleweight." <laughs> I went, middleweight. "Dave, is <laughs> That Dave in the room? Have you?" <laughs> he goes with his voice. Regarding- <laughs> I said, Dave, I said, what do you mean middleweight? He said, shut up and get your stuff on. So so anyway, I went out there and he's a really good middleweight fighter. And i tell you what, we, we were fighting rounds. I think it was only two rounds, I think. Anyway, at the end of the first round, this guy had smacked me and he smacked me on the nose and my, my eyes kept um, dripping. So he said, guys, Gailey's crying. Oh. <laughs> he, brought, he brought all the guys in. I'm on the chair. And I'm really tired because this guy's giving me a whooping and he's going, he's crying. Look, anyway, I get out there again and I lose. We go into the changing room and he goes, brilliant. Guy. We we won it. The team won. We yeah. Everybody won apart from me. He said, um, brilliant team. Well done. Give yourselves a hand. All upset. You gaily. You. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and I, I'm there. I have got my head down. My eyes are dripping. And, um,
0: <laughs> but the tears now. But you,
1: every yeah, everybody's laughing at me. Anyway, I get up and I, I just, I just sort of carry on, and I can't remember what the next international was. But I tell you what, I remember fighting out my skin, yeah. absolutely fighting out my skin, and I mean, just, and just looking at everybody walking off. I would won the fight I can't remember what it was, and just thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I mean, bit,
0: think about it. now. Obviously. Now with social media and stuff like that, Ray, I don't know if you could get away with that now. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. That, I mean, you look at back in the day how you know some coaches in China and Russia used to train their like yeah, and everything like that, you know the, the stretching methods and the, the way they were to. I'm, I'm obviously I'm not going into like the you know darker things like you know yeah, sexual. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm staying away from that. I don't mean stuff like that. But I mean just being like yeah, yeah, yeah. People and push them to the limits, and then push them even more, and then when they fail, just going idiot, blah, blah blah Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can you? I don't know if you can. Can you get away with it nowadays? But well, did, I don't, I don't did think. Did it work for me personally? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, it's it's interesting because
1: I think I think it, whenever whenever I've done something in my life, somebody had always told me that I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because somebody originally said, "Oh, you'll you'll never be." Um, english champion and i went and did it and they said oh you'll never be british champion and i went and did it it because in my mind i thought well i'll show you then yeah Uh, that that's the type of person that i was if somebody says the the best thing that the well the worst or the best thing whichever you want to look at it somebody could say i don't think you can do that yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) even even also
0: also for me ray then going back whatever traits i had because when i was when i was a kid at school i wasn't athletic at all in fact like my my dad and my brother were professional footballers right uh, so everybody thought that, oh, it's Lambert, you know, he's going to be amazing with football. Regarding football, regarding any ball sports, my dad and my brother, you give them a the ball, like whether it's tennis, pool, snooker, football, cricket, golf, they can yeah. play it. I've yeah. got the worst hand-eye ball coordination ever. I'm terrible. So I'd go to school and they'd be like, oh, it's Lambert. You know, his dad's professional, brother professional, professional. I'd be like, I, I was terrible. And <laughs> I'd it to school but once I started doing like Taekwondo, I was like, this, this is for me, just, it just felt like it was perfect for my body, my shape. I don't know, it just everything sort of like slotted in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, going back to the Mike Lambert when I was like 11, 12, mm. what I've done now and where I've come, nobody nobody would have believed, nobody would have put, you know, if you had to put a million pounds on what I'd be doing now. Yeah. yeah. What I've—I'm not saying what I've achieved in regards of because I think that's an arrogant thing to say. Oh, hey, look at me! What I've achieved? No, but what I've done in life, you know, my yeah. progression, you know. So, um, well, yeah. can, can I, I, I? What I'd like to do is I like to sort of move
1: on from that because, yeah, sure. You know, I, I mentioned—I mentioned the fact that you know I, I think you're quite brave. Um You know, I—I I became a a martial arts instructor. I was an aircraft engineer when I left school, and I realized a very short time that i didn't want to do that forever um and people thought i was mad to leave because i was earning a lot of money uh, is that around your neck of the woods is that like a, yeah a, a, yeah i was i was working i was working was though. yeah i was working for rolls-royce i'd done um a four years training um you know and i come out uh my my apprenticeship and i was working on um concord actually it was concord engine where's um, that
0: bristol yeah no. bristol bristol
1: Um, and um, went on to um, the sort of Harrier jump jet and a few of the military aircraft. And I was on a lot of money. You know, by the time I was 19, I had a house and a car and a motorbike and whatever. And then I I basically left it and just thought, you know, I need to follow my dreams. Uh, And I, I... I've noticed that in yourself, really. I remember when somebody said to me that you what you were going to do, and I thought, "Wow, fair play to you." Um, so perhaps you can tell tell us a little bit about you know your uh, your dream. You followed it. Obviously, you were into things like martial arts films and that
0: that sort of um, yeah lit a fire in you. So yeah. you know. the um, t- to be honest, it was again. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. I'm like uh, I think I've got the uh, the older uh, ADHD. Um, <laughs> go for it originally i think you know what i think it was gonna be i sort of like tinker with the idea i remember sitting down with tony so one day Mm. tony i think i'm going to try to get work in movies he's like yeah so yeah i think i am i said hey it'd be good wouldn't it like me and imagine me and you like playing like you know like lethal weapon like good cop bad cop white cop black cop everything so anyway even tony was like going oh yeah he was even i got him interested a bit in it but originally, if I remember rightly, I could be wrong here, so apologies to those people I'm okay. going to mention if I did get wrong. Originally, me, Shabir actor, and Roger Lawrence were going to go to Hong Kong together, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm, I've got that. If That might have been some kind of weird dream, but I'm sure I mentioned them and they were like, let's do it together. Yeah, yeah. I don't know for whatever reasons. Some, but, but anyway, cut long story short, um, Bay Logan at the time, who was editor of Combat Magazine. Yeah, yeah. you remember Bay Logan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think allegedly there's been a few a few things happen with Bay and everything now. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that after we're finished into it. But anyway, so Bay Logan was the editor of Combat Magazine. Yes, yeah. Um, one day he said to me, he "says oh, why don't you um, why don't you think about getting into movies?" And I've, to be honest, Ray, I've kind of always wanted to be a stuntman since I grew up watching like A Team, The Fall Guy. I don't know if you remember The Fall Guy, Fall Guy oh, TV show. Yeah, Colt Stevens, yeah. As well. Hooper, Burt Reynolds movie, where he plays a stuntman called Hooper. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going to my local library and getting a book out on on stunt performers, stuntmen. Well, I said stunt performers because it's a bit sexy just saying stuntmen. So stunt performers, that's everybody, you know, male, female. Um, So basically, um, I was like, yeah, this would be great. So we did a careers day at school once, and I was about, I don't know, 13, 12, 13, and the – careers, advise, whatever, like, okay, what do you want to be, Billy? Like, like, I'd like to be, we we'll go in the army, miss. What do you want to be, uh, Jenny? I want to be a nurse, miss. What do you want to be, Mike? I'd like to be a stuntman. Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. Think about something real, you know. So they basically shot my dreams down. I was like, what? I don't know how to become a, a stuntman, a stunt performer. Um, And Bay Logan, he did a couple of interviews with me, interviews with me one time, and he invited me to his house. I think he was living in Birmingham at the time. I went to Birmingham and I chat with him. And he showed me a video of Mark Houghton, who you interviewed recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark Houghton is doing martial art movies and stunts in Hong Kong. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. If you want to get involved, obviously, in, in action movies, there's three things you can do now. There's three roads you can go down. Mm. America, which obviously is hard because of the green card. Yeah. India, which is a massive, massive, uh, you know, movie industry. It's, it's probably, I think it's actually bigger than Hollywood, to be honest. You know their Bollywood and yeah, yeah, Bollywood. Yes. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's massive. But obviously, there the yeah. culture clash and everything, and and visas. Yeah, Hong Kong, which is at that time was a British colony. Yeah. Like, oh, so I got. I remember I got a book like something like you know a Lonely Planet guide to Hong Kong. Looking through it, I was like, oh, this is cool. So, rewinding back to my original interest in Asian culture through my sister with the Japanese Hong Kong mm-hmm. pet pals and looking through all the things which. I'd already got that sort of like Asian bug, like, oh, I'm really fascinated with Asian culture anyway. Plus, all the martial art movies that I watch all the time. And I was like, dude, yeah, this is cool. Great. So, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. So, I remember I, I was working as a gym instructor at the time, as well as teaching martial arts with, for Kenny Walton. Um, I was working at a moat house gym in Doncaster, and I had a bit of an argument with my boss uh it was it was kind of bullying me like telling me to clean toilets with a toothbrush and stuff like that and then after i cleaned them he was going in and going they're not clean do them again and i was like i've had enough of this so one day i just went now i'll tell you what i wrote on, i just got a for a bit of paper i got a marker i just started writing because what are you doing i said i'll show you what i'm doing and i wrote on i quit held it up to his face rolled it up threw it in his face took my shirt off threw it on the t- counter, just walked out topless like, like <laughs> i was like got in my car like a boss and just drove off i was like i'm done that's it He's, bullying me for all these weeks. week later, my granddad had left me a ring when he died, a diamond ring. Yeah, sold, yeah. For, uh, sold it for a few thousand pounds, bought a plane ticket to Hong Kong, flew out to Hong Kong, and um, yeah. basically started working in the Hong Kong boobiness industry. Wow. wow. There was obviously a little bit more it than that, but that's no, basic, no, I get it. But That's, that's basically <laughs> the basic yeah. Yeah. that's, uh, that's... I, met, I met Mark Alton literally within a few days. Yeah. Bay, Bay Logan introduced me to Mark Alton, so... Yeah, yeah. Mark up. i remember mark rocked up we met him in the the hotel lobby yeah somewhere. i think it might have been in yama day which is a place in hong kong um and he had his Charl- charlene his his little baby daughter yeah she yeah one at the time or two and uh, he's like so why do you want to meet me mm. and I'm like i really want to do movies in hong kong why do you want to do movies in hong kong why and i was like Ugh. and mm-hmm. then his daughter just went. And threw up everywhere, like all over his legs, all over the floor, and everything. I'm like, oh, so I run to talk. So I've got this tissue, I thought, cleaning him up, and everything. He was, tell you what, I'll meet you tonight for dinner. So thank you, Mr. Houghton. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. He went, call me, Mark. I'll see you tonight, at seven o'clock. And I was like, from that day onwards, we've been friends ever since like odd years. Oh,
1: he's a,
0: he's, a lo- he's a lovely guy. And oh, he's great, Mark um, is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I hope to, hope to talk to him again. Well, it, it I mean, it, it very it, fascinating I'm- man.
1: Yeah yeah definitely yeah. I mean I I I am um, really really taken by um you know the things We that... checked out he's got a documentary
0: on um called I am is it I am the white tiger on That's right. Yeah yeah I've watched yeah, it I like, like on Apple Apple TV or stuff like that yeah
1: Yeah I've, I've watched it he sent he sent that to me and I, and, I, yeah. and I watched it which is really good Well the the, the I I mean I've had a few students. well I've had one student that went to the American um film industry um, Right not funny enough. Not didn't make it as um as a martial arts stunt person, but actually did a little bit of little bit of acting, um right. and did did okay. It as is not doing that now. Is actually um a dancer now. Strangely enough, yeah. Wait uh, a minute. once he on the team with us? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, mixed yeah. race guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Look, good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, re- really well built. Uh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah Patrick. Yeah. yeah, how's he doing? Yeah. Well, he's he's. I, I speak to him now and again, which is good. Um, on uh, Facebook, you know, usual stuff, messages. But um, nice. yeah, I think he, he's, he did very very well. Um, he was one of those guys. He was a just a very talented athlete. Um, yeah, he, he fought in the he fought in the clash with us that time. Well, I think right.
0: clash three or clash yeah,
1: four. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. he he could turn his hand to sort of anything really. And um, I've got another I've got a guy currently who's who's training to be a stunt man. Um I think he's in he's in Croatia at the moment doing some training. Uh right. one of my one of my students. So he's he's doing doing quite quite well and um oh, cool. is really, really keen. So um I always mention you when um <laughs> when people uh people say oh, I want to do this. Oh yeah I used to have a guy back in the day uh Mike Lambert he did this and uh try and point point them in the in your direction to to
0: have a look at some of the stuff that you've done. So I mean listen it's it's a hard industry but you've got to- and you've got to have a passion for it as well, Ray. Right? As as with anything, you know, you've got to have a passion for it. But I think nowadays, a lot of the new younger people are getting it. For me, they get not. I'm not talking about your student. I'm just talking about in general. A lot of people get into for the wrong reasons. Like, you know, they'll see stuntmen and they'll they'll Google, you know, how much does a stuntman make? And oh, they make good money. And and they'll see these stunt guys rocking up in nice cars and, and wearing the Rolexes or nice tag watches and. And this yeah. and that blah blah blah. And they'll be like, Oh, I want some of that. Well, why do you want to be a, a stump farmer? Uh well, well, you know, get get girls in clubs, in it. It's good, you know. I'm like, no, or you know, I earn loads of money doing it. It's like, no, that's I got into it, Ray. Honestly, like you said earlier, the money right nowadays, obviously, you know, I've yeah. got my wife, two kids, got my yeah. house. Obviously, I've got to I've got to pay the bills. But back in the day, initially, I didn't get into it for money. When I went first went to Hong Kong i started wanting to do stunts and and fight scenes in these martial art movies i did it because i had a passion for it yeah, yeah. A passion that i just wanted to go on screen do action and i just loved it you know the yeah. money was you back then it was irrelevant now obviously i can't do it for free but yeah. when i first started now a lot of people nowadays are doing it you know for the wrong reason not everybody but a big percentage of them are you well, know? i
1: had I, I had a, I had a for five minutes back in the early very early 90s i think it was about 91 i i spent a bit of time in um a trapeze high trapeze doing high trapeze oh blue hell okay yeah. and the woman the woman that run that company um she was um basically an acting agent and she said to me oh would you like to sign on for my company because i was sort of doing these things i was pretty good i was quite strong because i was training or whatever so you, know, you do that just for some just for some different to try. Well, it's, it's a bit of another story because originally I went on to um I went on to gladiators. Uh, okay. I did the trial for gladiators and there was there were 75 of us right the trial and only two of us got through to right. the end. Me and another guy. Oh, you got through that's amazing. Yeah, and then but what happened was um I didn't I didn't end up going on in the end, but what happened was I start. I spoke to. a uh, member Hunter, the gladiator. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was there, and he said, "Oh, you know, what do you do?" I said, "Oh, I'm martial arts teacher." He said, "Oh, you know, you know, would you like to do something with me?" I said, "Well, what? He you... the one, didn't he? Do martial? Arts? Did
0: he do martial? Arts or
1: was oh, it called? No, he, he didn't do martial arts, but he it said to, martial arts? yeah. At the time, he was doing a program on Channel Four where where he did different sporting activities. Where he get someone to teach him. Right. And he said, "You know, would you like to do a a TV program with me?" I went. Yeah, go on then. What, what is it? So I actually did this TV programme, myself, um, Oggy, and uh, uh, Blackie, John Black. Right, we, yeah. And where we where we teach him, we were teaching him Taekwondo. And it was it was hosted by Vanessa Phelps, actually. Um, okay. And um, it was really good. I, remember, I think you remember this, actually. I'm sure I've seen this, yeah. It, it, it was really good. So, but anyway, to cut, long story short, I was in this acting thing. This woman said, oh, you know, would you like to do something? And I said, well, yeah, go on then. And so I signed on for this agency. And um, I remember my very first thing I had to do. Um, I had to climb some really high scaffolding and sit on top of this scaffolding. And um, it, it, I mean, it was—I got really well well paid for it, but I had to sort of stay there for a number of takes. Was just it? Did to- you like deal with it? Did you have like a little fear of heights? No, I didn't. I didn't have any fear of heights at all, to be honest. But, but because I was quite athletic, they said, "Right, what we want to do you to do is to climb the scaffolding and just sit on the top." Right. And it, up. So it was, it was like, it actually it was, um, the, the thing was that the guy that was uh, making this thing was actually uh, a young, he just won a young filmmaker award and he was making, right. like, he was making a comedy. It was a comedy thing. Okay. Uh, and, um, they said, all right, you know, it was over in Cardiff. They said, right, we want you to climb up on this scaffolding and just sit at the top. Of course, you know what it's like when you film this, right, we'll take a first take and then shouting at right next take and all that sort of stuff. How high was it though? Was it High it was high it was very high yeah very high well
0: you did you have any safety like no i didn't
1: know that that,
0: like that's like that's crazy that's that's a major no to be honest yeah yeah i mean i mean now it'd be very very
1: different like like a lot but um i mean i got i got very well well paid for it i couldn't carry on with it because at the time uh, i had young children and um you know i was married and so on
0: and That was probably like that was like that was that was classed as like a stunt job, then, Ray, to be honest. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because obviously, if you're going up there, we know safety at all, but you should, even even stunt performers, or we would probably have some safety for you, or yeah, matting around just in case because anybody can slip, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. So so that
1: that that was that so um anyway uh, a few of those things i i sort of signed on for uh, for a while and that that was it but um and obviously my my sort of life went in different directions after that but um i th- i think it's interesting you know anybody listening to this that wants to get into uh the industry now i mean it, it's it's not it's not an easy it's not something you just step into there's a, there's a lot of work a lot of training um you know and obviously uh, you, you need to have that that sort of uh, that personality is as you know not giving up which is obviously yeah, yeah, what, yeah.
0: Yeah, what, definitely.
1: what you had and that strong strong mindset you know to actually yeah,
0: you know we're, we're getting, I want. sorry go on I c- I c- no I was c-
1: just saying with anything really you got you've got to have that you know if you've got that passion then you're almost there.
0: Yeah yeah definitely I mean to be honest I will I won't say I won't say you've got to be a little bit crazy to be a stump farmer but you've definitely got to have a different mindset because inevitably What's mm-hmm. going to happen? It's like, if you don't like, if you don't like, okay, if you're vegetarian, you don't like looking at meat, mm-hmm. you're not going to work in a butcher shop, you know, it's that kind of thing. So ultimately, I think no matter what happens, the longer you do stunts, you are, of course, you are going to get injured. I'm not saying you're going to get like mortally injured or something. Obviously, it, it does happen. People, unfortunately, you know, they, they do they do get killed during this profession uh, and some do get really, really badly injured. But most of the time... You are gonna you are gonna get a span. In your stunt career, the longer you do it, you are mm. gonna get no matter how good you are, you are gonna get a span. You know, you are gonna get pretty beat up bad. So you've got to have that back in mind. Because I've I've seen so many people like we did um we did the film Justice League a few years ago, and they had to get all these girls into play Amazons, and they got all like loads of all, all like fit girls, some from martial art backgrounds, some wrestlers, some weightlifters. Um, and they got some um Yeah, like some of them like professional bodybuilders and they came in and and it was great. They did like six weeks course and they're doing this like boot camp. they're doing training, they're doing sword fighting. And then at the end of them, there must've been about 40 girls. End of them, I think 35 of them all went, oh, we want to be stunt girls. We want to be stunt performers. Hmm. Like, why? I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't put anybody off the dreams and ambitions, but why do you want to be stunt Oh, this is great. And they thought that's what it's going to be. They're gonna yeah. be able to train like three or four hours a day and then swing sword man, just do a little bit of sword fight background. And then one one time uh one of the girls had to get on her and do a ratchet sword. she's on a wire hmm. and they get pulled back really hard and hit the deck. Yeah. As Soon as they saw that, they were like, Oh, that's it's like when we did we did a film Kick Ass 2 and the stunt girl Talila Craig. Again, same thing. We're doing these fight scenes, all the extras are fighting in the background, right, and they're all laughing and giggling. Every one of them came to me. How do I become a stunt person? How do I become a stunt farmer? And then the stunt went wrong one day till Leela Craig got jerked back. This stunt girl got jerked back. She was doubling hit girl in Kick Ass 2. She got jerked back over the bar, hit her head where there wasn't no mat, corner of the wooden table. A head just split, a flap of skin just dropped. You could see her skull. And basically, the extras that were watching, some of them were sick, physically sick throughout, some of them went white. And after that day, not one of them came up went, I want to be a stunt person. They were yeah. like, That's the reality, that's what can happen. So it's okay saying, but you've got to be honest with people, right? You can't go, oh, it's yeah, it's great. You know, we just run around, we just play cops and robbers, cowboys and indies in the background, you know. Yeah, it is. And a lot of times they are just moving crash mats or doing a couple of little falls, judo rolls, a bit of fighting. But then sometimes you've got to go, okay, see that you've got to go, you gotta run, you go down through that window on fire. For 40 foot onto that box rig and you've got to hit it dead bang in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. like and people go, What? Really? So it's like you've got to take into account that yeah. we, there is a chance there is because it's gonna be dangerous. That's why we're stunt performers, we we're there to do things that the actors don't want to do, you know, because yes. it's too dangerous, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 No well exactly. And I and I think that um you know the, the, the reality of and I think that I mean like, Probably you, you you might be able to attest to this, because uh, you know as as films and action goes on, they have to they have to push the boundaries a little bit. You know, you only got to look at people like you know Jackie Chan and the injuries. You know, obviously yeah. people know Jackie Chan and the injuries he's had. You yeah, know, I yeah, yeah. think right, we're going to do oh, and this time we'll do that. Oh, well, this time and it yeah. goes and it,
0: it and and the the sort oh, of Tom, j- look at look at Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise always trying to push the boundaries, which I kind of. I actually am against that to be honest because one, one for me, it's just listen, it's just an ego thing. It's just Tom Cruise seriously going, yeah, I can do it all myself. But the thing he's got to realize is one, he's taking work from somebody else because a stunt double could be doing these certain things. Now, I know it's okay for him to go, yeah, I've hung on the side of a plane for real. Yeah, I've jumped a motorbike off a cliff and then, uh, you know, opened my parachute and done like a free fall. Yeah, okay, that's great. Brilliant to say you've done that. But then, a stunt performer could be doing them jobs, but also, secondly, a lot of these now can be achieved with CG and VFX to make it look just as good. It's like when they did that um halo jump, the high-altitude, low-opening jump in one of the films. The yeah, yeah. sky was that clear and everything. They had to digitally replace the sky anyway, so technically they could have done him on green screen. But what he also he doesn't realise, if he gets injured, like when he did his ankle on that film, you remember? I don't know if you remember one of the films, he jumped across a, a, yeah. a, his ankle on a wall. The entire film shut down for weeks and weeks and weeks, went on hiatus. Yeah. But he go, i tell you what, guys, every still going to get paid. No, nobody's getting paid for weeks and weeks while it's off because he got injured. So, yeah. for me, sometimes it's okay these actors going, yeah, I want to do my own stunts everything. But they've got to, they can't be selfish. They've got to think about the rest of the cast and crew, what's going to happen if they do get injured. So, I kind of yeah. don't agree with it. Yeah, it's great him going, but it's, a, it's an ego thing. It's just Tom Cruise going, hey, look at me, I can do my own stunts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So
1: what what's um um what 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 is your um your plan for the future? What are you doing now? What are you hoping to do as you go on?
0: Um well to be honest, what so what I'm doing now, so I went so I've been doing stunts now, well, it's over 30 years now I've been doing stunts. I started in ninety-three. Mm-hmm. So it's just over 30 years I've been I've been doing stunts. So for like I can't remember exactly, but maybe for 18 of them years, I was a stunt performer. So I was actually doing my stunts or stunt double, or, you know, you, you, basically do like, ND, uh, ND stunts, which is just doing everything. You know, you might be a bad guy coming into a fight in the background, you know, where the hero fighting all the guys. I'm one of the guys runs in, oh. takes and that or something. But now I'm doing more, I went then into fight choreography, which is basically, um, obviously putting fight, uh, fights together for movies and TV. And now I'm doing my role now is kind of, because like you said, films of, Progressively advanced now, and technically everything's moved ahead. You know, it's all, it, yeah, it's moving at a faster pace. So I'm an action designer now. So what we'll do, like back in the day, a fight coordinator, I just put a fight together. Like the stunt coordinator might come to me, okay, Mike, you know, we've got, we've got Mark and Ray Gale. They're going to be the two actors. They're going to fight in the bar. This is not, this is not, a, this is not actually a chance to, um, you know, it's <laughs> not a role I'm offering you, Ray. I'm just using. Oh the exact- no, I'm, I'm just getting. <laughs> <laughs> East Enders fight. Um, yeah, so got got Mark when you've got Ray Gale, they're going to do this fight in this band. It's got to finish with Ray Gale um, beating Mark Ogborn. You know, he's going to break his arm then. Oh, put the in. usual stuff then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Gale beats Mark Ogborn, breaks his arm, pushing down the stairs. So you get your, your key points you've got to put in. So, and and also he's got to, halfway through the fight, this this thing's got to get broken. This table's got to get broken. So, you know, you take this into account. Yeah, yeah. But then what we'd do, we'd work out a fight sequence Normally then you'd invite the director to come in and you just do it like almost like as a, we call it like as a master. So almost like when we do a Taekwondo demo, from start yeah. to finish, you'll it's do good. a fight scene, what yeah. do we show, and then you'll do it at speed and everything. And you'll go, okay, then you'll think about maybe what angles are going to do. But it, it's advanced nowadays to the stage of what we'll do now, we do what's called a stunt vis. Mm. So what I normally do now, uh, along with the stunt coordinator and the director, they'll say, okay, say for example, um, Recently, what came out recently, the Flash movie came out mm-hmm. and Michael Keaton come back. and There's a fight with Batman. I don't know if you've seen the Flash yet, but there's a fight that. where the Batman, Michael Keaton, takes out all these guards. So, what I'll do is I'll try to work out what the journey is. Is there any like particular thing Batman's got to do? Not really. He can do what he wants, free rent. Okay, great. So, I'll go, okay. So, Batman swoops down, he takes one guy, lifts him up, slams him down, he does this guy, he grapples another guy, grapples him as he pulls him, he's spinning hook, kicks him lines the guy work it all out then i'll get together with the team and then what i'll normally do then once i've got the choreography down i'll start filming it so i've got a, i've got a really nice camera so i'll start filming it this angle that angle i'll edit it i'll even then add the vfx the visual effects to it and the sound so yeah. we've it's got like a finished product called a stump is a stump visualization yeah now it's not saying to the director okay you've got to shoot it this way but it's just my own representation of yeah. how, how i think that actually, actually could play out yeah, and yeah. Director, but well, on this occasion, it was great because Douts was like, "Great, love it." Then we'll go to set. Then basically, we'll copy and paste that on set the action. So that's what I'm doing now. It's like I'm an action designer, so it's not just choreographing a fight. It's I do the fight choreography. I try to work out the camera angles, and then I'll also add the VFX to my my sort of poor man's version. Mm. We'll give it to the um, the director, and if he likes it, hopefully, then like I said, they'll translate that to to do that on set. So my roles you know it's a bit more advanced now but you know it's great because i get to you know um i do a lot of my own camera work now so i shoot even on days off like yeah yeah. stuff i shoot test footage i do a lot of editing and i'm a big as a hobby i do a lot of vfx stuff as a hobby now i've done that for about 18 years so i do a lot of vfx stuff you know like adding adding things i don't know if you know what you know vfx is Yes, I do. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I do that like as a as a as a main hobby now as well, which is great because it's been invaluable in my in my career as well. Which is yeah. good. Oh, that's pretty. i always, cool. always been a big nerd anyway because I'm, I'm massively still into video games and everything. So yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean I I I don't mind
1: going to watch them. The funny thing is is I haven't even got a TV here. <laughs> so, oh, okay, right. Yeah. So 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 you know what going to watch something is is quite special and and
0: different. Uh, All right it's a different, different and have you done that is that on is that on choice you've not gone with no TV yeah yet? yeah. well I, I I like to it's not like bay, have come into
1: <laughs> no no I like.
0: I like you, to... had one yes, you had one yesterday but they've gone
1: <laughs> I like to spend my time playing a bit, bit of guitar and doing stuff that, that, yeah that's cool that's good though and and so if you know if I go out um, with 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 my I was going to say kids but my boys are men
0: <laughs> so yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah my, you know, I, my my boy he's twenty four now and my girls my girls twenty so yeah
1: yeah you know what 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 watching watching uh, stuff like that but hey listen we're coming towards the end of this but I, I don't want you to go away because I want to speak to you after this yeah, definitely no definitely yeah 100%. but um, I I just I just want to say. Um, well, first of all, ask you. You know, if, if there's if there's any if you have any advice for anybody that wants to get into this um this this line of work. I mean, you've mentioned a lot of stuff already, and I think you know people. If people are still going, yes, I'd still like to do it. Then perhaps um you know you can give them advice of, of maybe maybe what you know what angles they like to. You
0: know yeah, pain sure. Pain. Well, 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 firstly, like I said, I hope I didn't put anybody off because the thing is, Ray, sometimes there's a fine line where people go, Oh, you're being negative or being realistic. Realism and negativity sometimes a fine line. Yes, you know? yeah. like that's why I said earlier about getting into stunts, you've got to want to do it, you've got to have a passion, and ultimately, realistically, there will be a chance that you will get injured because it's inevitable. That that stuff does happen, like I said earlier. So with that aside and also I am I am trying to put people off to make them think and go oh do I really want to do this like I said all this you know oh, yeah running around the background waving your swords and doing a little bit of fighting yes that happens but then there is times where you, you will get a spank and you will get injured so I want to instill in people that that is the reality it's not me being negative and trying to put people off I'm just being realistic mm-hmm. uh so that aside if people are still listening going yeah you know what yeah I still want to I still want to get into stunts so in England, um, I don't know if you've got any international listeners. Hopefully, you have. Um, but the people in England, we have the what's called the BSR, the British Stunt Register. So mm-hmm. if you just Google the British Stunt Register, you'll be able to find it. And I forgot off the top of my head, but there's certain skills and requirements. So everything from like you know martial arts, um, you know trampolining, gymnastics, horse riding, yeah, yeah, you know, scuba diving and they've all got certain requirements to a certain, like a high level. And again, I don't know off the top of my head what it is, but I think you've got to get six of them. Yeah. So like, say for example, I think the minimum minimum you've got to get in martial arts, I think it might be a brown belt, or it might even be a black belt or, or a red belt, whatever, or the equivalent. Yeah, uh, So sure. That kind of thing. So um, like motocross, you can't just say, oh yeah, I've got a motocross bike, or you can't just say, oh yeah, I've watched a couple of documentaries about motocross. Can I? Uh, can I use that <laughs> as a skill? I think motocross, you've got to be at a high level and have competed in motocross, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, but but the only reason they've got these requirements is that then you've not got every Tom, Dick and Harry going, yeah, I want to be a stuntman. You know what I mean? I remember, I don't know, the other month I was in my local Marks and Spencers and um, one of the the dads of the kids I know, he was like, oh, are you still doing stunts? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 Still, still managing to blag it after all these years. He's like, oh, yeah, I fancy a bit of that. Because uh, can you give me a shout Monday and then pick me up and I'll come down and do it. I was like, yeah, it's a, it's not like <laughs> like labour on a building site. Where you just rock by a coat. Yeah, yeah, we've got this uh, sixty foot high pole for you to do, mate. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Just, some people don't understand, so that's what I mean, Ray. They just think, yeah, see, anybody can go and do it. Yeah. And again, you've got to you've got to know what you're getting into. So there's them six. I think there's something like thirty six skills you can pick from, but they're yeah. more. And then you've got to be proficient in six of them. Yeah. But obviously, pick the ones that your skill sets more suits towards. Yeah. It's like me; I started doing um, uh, high diving, ten meter high diving. Yeah, and and I, I tried a couple of things, and I, I, I did gymnastics and trampolining. And I wasn't an expert, you know. I'm not like you know, yeah, sure, Simone Biles, like the white man equivalent of Simone Biles. But I did all right, you know. I could do a few flips. I'm six foot one and like fourteen stone, and I got I got by. And and the only reason why you do certain skills raise that like trampolining the chances are they're going to go okay on this you know we're doing an episode of eastenders and we've got hey can you come in and you know one of the Mitchell brothers is going to have a fight and trampoline no that's not going to happen you know what I mean but they just there's some of the skills at uh what you're going to be using in your bread and butter stunts that you're going to be doing most of the time like to get awareness in the air so when you fall or something you've got awareness you yeah. know where you are gymnastics yeah. to do so, sort of like again same thing but some some reactions like you might get your legs kicked out from underneath it, or we do a lot of wire work where you get pulled up on a wire, then spun round and then dropped again. So it's just, you've got this aerial awareness then where you know you are in there. So it's got to be, it's got to be skill specific to what you want to do. Like I wouldn't go horse riding because one, I like horses, but I'm not a fan of riding them. And I don't want to suddenly be, you know, one of these hundreds of people in the background riding a horse on a movie, but if you love horses and that's what you've grown up doing, then yeah, put that down as one of your skills. So yeah, it's definitely, it's like martial arts. If, you know, if you're already a black belt in taekwondo, put that down, but don't like go, oh, you know what, I'm going to try fencing instead. If you've already got a black yeah. belt in taekwondo, which you've done for like 20 years, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. No, so but look at, think about what kind of performer you want. Sorry, Ray, I'm, I'm rambling No, no no, sorry. no, 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 it's fine. Think, no, no, no. Think, think about what kind of performer you want to be. You know, do you, you want to be like, you know, like do more high falls or i was more like a bread and butter stunt performer you know like a general so i'd come in and just be a generalist you know fight i I did more like physical stuff rather than cat like somebody might be really really good in a car you know like a car driver so yeah go for that because there's loads of jobs you can do where you're an nd drive in the background just yeah yeah you know ragging a car around so yeah so think about what you want to do first before you go for it you know
1: no, no, that's great. No, that's great, great, great advice. And I, and I hope, um, you know, anybody that um, uh, is thinking of that will, will take, take that advice on board. Also as well, I mean, if, you, if you've got um, anything, um, I mean, I'll chat to you in a moment, but anything yeah, that um, you want to put in the, in the show notes or any of the things that you think, wow, you know, that was one of the highlights of my career that you like people to see, we can we can uh, point them to the right place and uh, maybe they oh, have
0: Definitely, 100%. You.
1: But uh, listen, thank you very much to the Listen the Living Martial Arts podcast fan. I hope you've enjoyed this fantastic uh, interview with Mister Mikey Lambert. As I said when I started, um, the one thing I always noticed about Mikey was everybody always had a good thing to say about him. Nobody ever said anything horrible but he was a great great um uh really good competitor and um a, a lovely person so and i think still is the case so well done uh to you mikey thank you very much for taking the time and um have a chat afterwards thank you ray There were
0: there were kind words and i appreciate it so much so thank you very much for having me thank you, thank you.